And we're back. Episode 19 is ready to rock. Whoa. Um, you're going to hear it now. Uh, Rich O'Toole went in the studio and remastered the Power Moves theme. So we're going to play it in entirety. You can listen to it on Spotify if you'd like. If you want to start your day right. If you want to uh, download it on iTunes so you can have it with it you at all times. If you need a pick-me-up. That means on the plane, too. On the plane? You can listen to it on the plane. Yeah. Th thank you, Rich O'Toole. Let's hear it live from Los Angeles. Woo! California. You're listening to Power Moves, Daddy. Yeah, we're making power moves. Rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan. Rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans. Just making power moves. Ripping heaters and chugging paps. Now he lied with no class. Blowing shit up and chasing ass. Yeah, we're making power moves. Yeah, we're making power moves. Right to a Detroit groove. Just all American dudes out making power moves. Yeah! Got football on TV. My girlfriend, you see sleazy. Favorite kind of beer is free. I'm just making power moves. Sipping some natty lights. Late nights and bar frights. Rocking the Winston lights. Just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves. Just to a Detroit groove. All American dudes. Just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves. Rockin' a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves, out making power moves. All right, Brooks, looks like you got a nice snack going. Yeah, I got some wheat thins and some beers. You're color you know. coordinated. Uh, I'm wearing my Sawyer Brown concert shirt mm -hmm. and some uh, expensive jeans. I, I was paid paid too much money for so i know so i wear it 24 7 <laughs> apc jeans yeah you I, have the fa i used to have i used to be like the king of fancy denim and now i've just turned into a levi's 511 boy no i don't i just these fit right but they're like so expensive that when i have them i i only wear them right yeah they almost every day every day and, and you don't wear them like cool you have on White socks, your running shoes, and a vintage Sawyer Brown shirt, but then $300 pants. I yeah. think that's the way to do it. That's not the way to look like a douche about your fancy pants. No, yeah. I'm not trying to be cool. I gave up trying to be cool. Right. I think I have, too. I used to try to be cool. I used to really put myself together every day, and now I've just turned into a sweatpants boy. Yeah, I think it's working. I mean, I was... I've stopped trying to be cool when I go to auditions. And last week I booked that AP bio show and we got to be an idiot on that all week. It was a delight. That would be your thing. That's my thing. My you thing is having a real up and down week. My thing is book the coolest TV part I've ever gotten. And then other thing is best friend died yesterday. Yeah, that's really unfortunate. Yeah. My friend Kevin Barnett passed away uh, yesterday. Um, just, just some fucking respiratory shit. Uh, talk to him on Sunday, dead now. Yeah, if and, you want to look uh, him up online, you can find a ton of Kevin Barnett clips. Yeah, and Kevin Barnett. Just an outpouring from the comedy he's community. He's the best. Yeah, the first thing I ever was on television doing was, um, 
hosting Comedy Central's Retro Weekend with Kevin in a hot tub, and we were twenty-five. That is your first, is your first like paying comedy gig. Yeah, it was like five hundred bucks. But I had to get myself to New York, and I met Kevin, and we just became like friends immediately. And you essentially sat in a cold hot tub while I peed the whole time. And Kevin was like, "You ain't peeing, are you?" Uh, <laughs> and you did this for for like ten hours. For like ten hours, and then it was weird because it was what Comedy Central played. Hot Tub, tub time, time Machine just over and over again all For like weekend. a whole weekend, and me and Kevin were the hosts of it, and it was, and we, and we never stopped hanging out. He's He did so fucking much. He was the head writer of like the show called Friends of the People. He wrote Broad City. He made- Co-creator Rel. Yeah, he created Rel. I mean, him and Joshua Benowitz made Rel. Um, and uh, yeah, and he also wrote on The Carmichael Show, not to mention one of the funniest stand-up comics Ever to never really put anything on tape. I would be like, yo, Kevin, when are you going to do a late night set? He's like, I'll get to it. Uh, and I've met him through you. Yeah, he's one of my... But I he mean, was not like, he was not part of something, of the grouping when I lived in New York. He's my crew. He's my crew in New right. York. He's, he's, er, he's young like the early, 30s. Early, young 30s. Young 30s. He's 32. I think he was like 10 days younger than me. One time I was just all bored and I hit up a bunch of people to go to Hawaii joking, and me and Kevin went the next day. You went on a romantic... We went on a honeymoon. Hawaiian honeymoon. Yeah, we told him that we were... We t- like, it's like Kevin's idea is like, yo, let's hold hands, and we held hands. And then... Uh, and then, So when we walked in, they thought it was our... Um, they thought we were a gay and a racial couple who had just eloped. Uh-huh. And that's like, that's real cool if, you know, if you're like running a resort in Maui. So they're like... <laughs> We were just like, I don't know, but you could maybe like any sort of upgrade would love to have it. And they totally upgraded our room. It was so fun. Then we just rode jet skis around Maui and drove around, did a road trip around the whole thing. Except for fucking, this essentially was a honeymoon. We vacation. shared, it was so much fun. We shared, uh, we didn't, sh- we had bathrobes, matching bathrobes. It was so fun. Kevin was very funny. Uh, he's just always a very funny guy and I'm, I'll miss my friend forever. Yeah, a so, lot of people really... um. Really heartbroken over this, and in a, in a selfish way. <laughs> and best. I'll say this in a in a very, this is a very selfish thought that I had yesterday. But part of me was like, like this. I didn't know him, so I don't. I didn't right. have to go through the terrible heartbreak that you did yesterday. Well, I mean, you, and I, I thought I like it would have destroyed me, and I'm sure you're you're destroyed. Yeah, by I'm really it. sad. I mean, Kevin I've is, lost friends, and and you and you don't know how to process it. Right, it, it takes days of trying to. It was funny. The funniest part ease was ease yourself back into the, the actual world the after funny, that sort of. The funniest thing part was. Uh, we were talking about finding out, and I got uh, Turner. I was like, Nick Turner called me, and I was at the Wendy's drive-through, and then Turner goes. I called you at 9.15 in the morning. And then somebody's like, what were you doing at Wendy's? I was at Wendy's, is in the Wendy's drive-thru at 9.15 in the morning. I was like, I was hungover. Uh, and also, you've met God. Kevin. Kevin has been in our living room rocking. For sure. Loud vinyl late at night. He is my go-to. Um, what you up to? Want to grab a beer? After, after Hours Pal, who, who, has, who is going to play the music at a uh, ear bleeding volume. Yeah, he went to college for jazz. He knows everything about music. He's fucking, he's dope. Either way, that's my thing. Uh, watch AP Bio and uh, don't die. Don't die. No. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's a message that we have on the program. We we show you um, some people that are just complete idiots. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're an extremely talented one, 
don't die. Don't die. I used to think it would be cool. Like I would joke about it. Kevin, I guess, was doing a bit with our other buddy, Josh. Like last week he goes, in no way is my death not going to be funny. Like Kevin was saying this last week. He's like, he's like, no matter what, it's going to be funny. However I die. And we're like, I guess so. You did it in Tijuana. That's pretty funny. Like, yeah. it's like, it's just insane how like last week. Comedian just, like, deaths are also different in the way that um, their peers process it. Because it's a it's a constant up and down of sobbing, yeah, and, and then, then laughing. and then laughing, and then making fun of the person who just passed away. Oh, so much <laughs> making fun of Kevin, just so much. Like, um, I've, we all had got together last night at this bar, and everybody's pretty sad, hanging out. It's like all the New York crew, and then I forget who it was that walked in. They go, Jesus Christ, who the fuck died? Uh, Walking into a party for a friend who died. Right. And it was just like the funniest thing anybody could say. I did not go because I did not, I didn't know him well enough. And I think that's always weird when people get on a bandwagon, like, oh, that no, guy was, yeah, he was so, and like, no, no, he was like a brother or family friend. And yeah, then, that's but, what, to, and yeah. because you saw him a couple times at a party doesn't, doesn't mean you feel the same heartbreak. Yeah, you can't just roll into a, to that. Cause it was, you know, there was like the crew of us who like really, you know, he's got his best friends in there. It wasn't really a scene for them. It was right. a scene for everybody who loved Cut. It was, it was good. It a was lot all, of those people are very close to me, and it's also awkward. Like, you can't can't be like, talk to someone who's sobbing and be like, I know this is bad, man. Uh, yeah, it's it's wild. Uh, but last night was fun, but today I went and hung over with Josh Rabinowitz and um, Jermaine Fowler, who were like his like closest friends, and we just like fucking sat there and told really funny stories about him, like ones that each of us didn't remember. And it was like one of my, my favorite jokes that I didn't know Jermaine told me, and I'll just do it, and then we'll move on from the sad part. But uh, Kevin's really funny because he's this six three black dude, and he's just like looks very intimidating, but he's into like anime and dragons and stuff. And he had this joke about how, uh, and it just killed me. He's like, one day I want to wake up early and I put on a suit. And I, I'm going to get a briefcase and fill it with drawings of the Loch Ness Monster. And then I want to go to a very busy, busy uh, building, uh, walking in like I'm headed to work, and then open up my briefcase so all of these Loch Ness Monster um, drawings fall out and just be like, oh, no, my documents. <laughs> like, just, just See, documents is what makes this. Yeah. This, uh, seeing, my documents. Seeing a, an adult man in a, a fucking suit dropping a bunch of Loch Ness Monster drawings and having a panic attack because they're his documents. It's fucking fantastic. Made me laugh so hard. In a complete left turn, I want to remind everyone that the vintage camel cash short sweatshorts are still for sale, no pockets for $7,000. <laughs> I think that's the, that's the best transition I can yeah. go with this, Brooks, is to no. go to the most ridiculous place. 100% no, and like, look, I'm not saying anything... Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, my friend passed away, but let's let's do this podcast. Yep. And also the show goes on. Man. It doesn't hurt to talk about him in a no. positive way. No, no, no. Not at all. He's not at best. all. And I think um a lot of people will be exposed to him and maybe look him up and enjoy some of uh yeah. some of his comedy. I mean, he's written so many TV shows. It's insane. He was my exact age and so much more successful than oh, me. Oh, yeah, he's fucking balling out of control. Yeah. Uh gnarly. But he Zach. wasn't. He still lived in like he still lived in like the shittiest apartment ever. It was so insane. Either way, he didn't change. He's He's always very funny. Okay, gnarly. I ran into I'm gnarly. Struggling the other day. to do this transition. Brooks, no, I ran into gnarly. Your fault. I ran into gnarly the other day. We watched the uh, fucking Patriots Chiefs game. Gnarly was being funny. Well, we haven't heard from gnarly in a while, and gnarly's always a good pickup. So I, I, I called gnarly. I texted gnarly the other day. I'm like, hey man, blowing an update, and uh, let's uh, see what gnarly Zach has to say. Mm -hmm. 
going on, daddies? I went to PWG with uh, big homie Vince Averill. Saw Trevor Lee's last match. It was pretty fucking emotional. Had some douchebag fire boy behind us being very annoying. I put together a kitchen table by myself with no instructions high as balls. I made a dope-ass <laughs> wing sauce. And I also went to the Roost and saw Brooks there where she gave me some shit about Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box is a top-tier fast food. Two tacos, no lettuce, extra cheese. Go fuck yourself. All those good Del Taco always go bold. That's uh, chicken sauce, fries for 39 cents to any, any order, anything you want. And also fuck the cops and by the cops, I mean the Patriots. Thank you. Yeah, man. Yeah, he was. Now it comes with the fire right away. He was going off about how much he loves Jack in the Box. I was like, I don't know anyone who likes Jack in the Box. <laughs> he got heated on you because you didn't like you talk trash on his Jack in the Box. He said, Jack, he goes, Jack in the Box is top two for me. We're talking about fast food. Uh, he's just making. He was killing me. He also he forgot to mention in there the thing that made me laugh the hardest. He talked about Sunday was he watched the new Halloween. Then he got really high and like a window opened in his apartment, <laughs> and he was too scared to go look at it. <laughs> Yeah, that's fucking great. It was great, Burns. What's been your thing? I, I want to address that. That's a that's a hot tip. If you've got a Del Taco, gnarly uh, insists that if you go there, you can get a burger, you can get a taco, you can get anything. If you say, what is it? Make it wild. I don't even know. It's ask for the thing. Listen to the, rewind it and listen to it again. Um, you can pay thirty nine cents and you get this chicken sauce and fries on anything. So I'm definitely going to look into that. Oh, that sounds great. Got to. What's what's been your thing, Burns? Man, um, my thing, my best, my biggest thing was uh, on Monday when um we woke up and realized we had the day off for uh, Martin Luther King Day. Yeah. And um didn't have to feel guilty about not working hard enough mm-hmm. on Monday. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, that was a good thing. <laughs> Gabrielle and I drove up to the two. We went up to the Angeles Crest, but we swung by Spitz and said hi to you. I went, you were- I went to Spitz and I said, you know what? This is a time when I can go drink like two big IPAs and eat a eat a like a gyro wrap. It was great, yeah, and not feel bad about it. And that may be, yes, uh, I don't think it's disrespectful to the holiday. I think that a lot of people were were joined not together in those establishments and they were having a you know enjoying life. Exactly. Enjoying yeah. their lives and their liberties that, that have been earned through the, um, through, uh, the sacrifices of, of people like Martin Luther King Jr. So you know what? That was, that was all I could do. I would love to have gone to a, to a uh, fancy schmancy job, but don't got one. So yeah, no, that's it's not your best fault. I can do, your, man. It's not your fault you don't got no job. I tried really hard. Burns, did you see that really mean uh, protester that got he – was, he was banging his drums and that poor, poor – uh, white kid's face. Do you, uh, do you know what I'm talking about? That, that mean, mean old Native American uh, <laughs> yeah. veteran who was yeah. just smashing his drums and that sweet, sweet, innocent child's face. It's like, dude, bang your drums somewhere else. This kid wants to just see the Lincoln Memorial. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I think you, got, I think you got your information from this story from a from a, a different news. Breitbart. <laughs> Breitbart. I don't know if that is that what you've been reading, Brooks. Breitbart. Yeah. That's where you get your news from now. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm, I mean I'm a I'm a proud guy. So you know. <laughs> damn it! Every episode with the proud boy stuff. Yeah, I know it's pretty I, fun. I, Melissa did some sort of proud boy thing I think the other day, and it's I don't need to be painted into this corner or taken out of context where 
I've got me saying as a joke, like, Proud Boys fucking number one. Yeah. Now, see, I got to edit that out or someone, yeah. some jackass is going to make me look stupid. That's true. You, I, oh, I do have one other thing. If you're, if you're one of your best friends dies, you get to have a messy room for a minute because Burns was looking for your card and I had it in my room. You're like, it's probably in your room. It's a mess. And I was like, well, Kevin died, so I get to have a messy room I've for got, this week. I, 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 I'm going to give you a week, Brooks. I well, think a I was Brooks in the middle, of where you can use that excuse for everything. I was everything. in the middle of like rearranging my room when I found out and it has just stayed exactly how it was right everything got paused except yeah. for like two three extra beer cans and some snack food wrappers yeah 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 let's uh check in with buddy bill big toilet Ooh. we got we got all the guy we got all the correspondence wow, this is exciting fine-tuned fine oil you know what i'm switching over from voicemail to to video, video. oh okay all right gotta leave work early Go tag office, switch truck from Michigan to Georgia. Damn, Georgia got 7% tax on tag. Be like $2,000. Just get my fucking tag. So, Big Toilet is oh. pissed off. He can't get his tags for his uh, new pickup truck. And apparently, in Georgia, it's not very chill or easy to get that done. He's uh, raging hot. He's been hot about that for a couple days now. It's not a, it's not our regular uh, big toilet. Yeah, no, he, he didn't threaten me or anything. It's like he knew that I was not having the best week. I think he did. And big toilet had a loss in his family. Also, I think maybe that he he, um, he respected it. He respected it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's just angry. He now he's angry at the state of Georgia or Tennessee. I uh, Georgia, okay. where he lives. Yeah, he hates Georgia where he lives because it's hard to get fucking tags. And I hate those fucking tags too. That's the biggest goddamn scam. In California, when you need to get your tags redone, you got to go through all this rigmarole to get your fucking uh, your, your car smog checked. And then you've got to get all these tests done. And then if you owe tickets or something, you got to pay. And then the tags are like 120 bucks. And it's like ends up being like a thousand dollars for a fucking sticker. Yeah, it's expensive. It's a goddamn nightmare. We're also going to check in with B. B is our new um, food correspondent on the Ooh, show. I don't know, B. B is brand new, Brooks, and I'm going to show you B. B, uh, he casually mentioned on our fantasy football chat board the other day about how he got six McChickens for a dollar at McDonald's and six breakfast burritos for a dollar each for the to grand total of a huge meal for 12 bucks. Acted like that was just totally normal yeah. to eat that much in one sitting. And when you see B, and then that night, after he does this, he goes to a chili cook-off and eats five huge bowls of chili. Wow. And this is... This is what happens after you eat five bowls of chili. <sighs> That's B taking his shits. Oh he gosh. sent a video to me, and I said, "Hey, man, do you have like any self-respect or employer that either one of those reasons that you might not want me to put these on my Instagram?" He goes, "Nope, oh my don't gosh. give me shit." That's basically, like nothing the, to live for. That's the Miami. That's that's the sadder version of that Miami Dolphins coach snorting blow. <laughs> it's the opposite. It's, yeah, it's instead of a, inhaling blow, he's pushing out poop. Yeah, he um, he and, and that video is already up on the on the Power Moves uh, Insta, but I'll show you this, Brooks. I'm going to add this on there. Uh, maybe like a couple years ago, B got in a fight with his girlfriend 
and you know doors were being slammed no way. and he went to stop the door with his hand and it clean cut off his middle fingertip oh my so now it looks like an Tiny uncircumcised penis yeah. that got that got caught in a garbage disposal. Good lord. It's it's really shocking. Go to the gram and look at this bad hand. <laughs> it's just the worst hand that anyone's ever had. I mean, that'll stop the fight though. After your hand <laughs> after your finger gets cut off, the fight stops because we gotta figure out that. That is a sharp door coming in red hot yeah. when it slices your finger just completely clean off. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, go and check that out. Let's just get into some power news you can use, Brooks. Ooh, please. Let's all let's all let's all strap in. Let's uh, let's uh, enjoy some of the world's worst people. Sounds good. Drunk Texas student disrupts transatlantic flight after girlfriend dumps him via text. This is great. I love this story. This already. is wild shit, man. This I mean, is, this is something I would do. It also I wouldn't yeah. ruin a flight. Being it, like, it's, it's super entitled, like white college kid shit. One time, I I paid an extra two hundred fifty dollars to get on a flight a half hour earlier so I could fly home a half hour earlier to be broken up with. <laughs> that like, is so Brooks of you. I was so sad. I didn't want this. I was engaged. And I was like, no, I just wanted to see you. Don't do it. And maybe you can do it. And then I flew here earlier. And she's like, yeah, no, we're still broken up. Well, I was like, this guy makes and you. Also, not my fault. <laughs> this not guy, my, I did not do anything negative. This guy just, makes you look like a completely rational human being. Yeah. Jeffrey Tanner Libby Tanner, okay, boarded the British Airways flight with bad news. The 21-year-old Texas man recently had been dumped via text by his girlfriend, according to his defense attorney. Oh, and, my God, your defense attorney? Uh-huh. Yeah, well, he knows the story. Wow. Okay, so this is crazy. He has he, a defense attorney now. He needed now. a whole lawyer. He's, if you've got a lawyer involved, this is a big story. An hour into the flight, Libby became highly intoxicated from drinking Bacardi rum, which he had brought onto the plane himself. So he must have brought, like, you can bring, like, what? It's like six of those airplane bottles You can now. bring as many that fit into a bag. I saw Turner taking 12 one yeah, time. Yeah, I think it's gotten out of control. I'm never buying booze on flights again. I've no. never I've never brought these airplane bottles you on here. You take the airplane bottles on there. It's totally legal. And I'm I racking up, like, $87 tabs and in guess an airplane. What? You're in charge of yourself. You don't have to wait for them to come to no, you. No, it's the goddamn worst. You get some turbulence, and it's like, you know I don't like to fly, Brooks. Yeah. Turbulence starts to get hot, and you got to buckle in your seats, mm-hmm. and then the Flight attendants run in the back and hide and zip themselves into a fucking seat. And I'm just like, I need, you to, I need you to bring me some doers right now. A hundred percent. He brought these on the plane himself and was then aggressive and abusive towards members of the cabin crew and oh other passengers gosh. on board. The statement from police continued. Oh, yeah, this guy. As they tried to calm Libby down. He then proceeded to assault two of the passengers and one member of the cabin crew, scratching and striking them and even biting one of the passengers' fingers. Maybe it was B. Maybe he bit off. Oh wow. Maybe he bit off one I mean, of B's nasty okay, ass fingers. I was fingers. Just sad and I wanted to see I just like kind of cried with my sunglasses. No, this on guy it. went full Wasn't aggro. Biting anyone. Full aggro. Well, maybe you didn't drink enough Bacardi rum you brought onto the flight. Yeah, that's wild. The pilot of the December 17th uh, London to Dallas flight who authorized Libby's restraint, according to police, made the decision to return to London's Heathrow Airport and have Libby be met and arrested by police. Can you imagine being on a plane that's like, we got to turn around, there's a spaz what on it? What kind of fucking gorilla animal 
goes so berserk in an airplane that they have to turn a plane that's going to Dallas around a fucking Heathrow? Do you know what kind of nightmare that is for the other passengers? And also, how quick did you get fucking went an hour in? Jesus. He gets it, man. Because last Wednesday, he was sentenced to six months in jail for his actions. Yeah. That's a half a year of your life. Yeah, man. Well, because you got saddies because your girlfriend texted you, we're donezo. You don't get to fuck you don't get to fuck with public transport in any way. You don't get to fuck with no. any sort of public transportation. Those buses. are people's vacations that were destroyed. Also, that's how you don't fuck with any sort of public transportation. It's just not you don't do it. When you're when you're flying somewhere and you're taking a train somewhere, you're taking a fucking bus somewhere, you're in fucking school and you have to behave. And if you Sit don't down. if you don't, you go to fucking jail. And that's how it works. Libby's behavior was extremely reckless and he put the safety of the passengers and crew at risk. He Detective Inspector Matt East said in a statement issued by police, not only that, but his actions caused considerable disruption and inconvenience for all those on board and the airline had to rearrange flights for the 191 other passengers. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, the, the judge said, whether you're drunk when you boarded the plane or you became drunk doesn't matter, the judge said, according to the newspaper, you assaulted a woman for no reason at all. <laughs> What's fucking crazy is that this shit goes? He goes so bonkers, and they've got a they've got a um, return and fly like um, before it's time to do so. Mm-hmm. So they had to dump twenty tons of fuel into the ocean. Oh my! <laughs> because gosh. you can't land a plane with that much uh, f- fucking fuel on it because it's dangerous if it crashes. It's a goddamn firebomb, and it's wow. also a weight distribution wow. issue. So yeah, this guy. I mean, how much money does that cost? How much? Not is, even money, but pollution. It's pollution, also, but it's like expensive, bro. Like that's not twenty tons of automobile gasoline. It'd be fucking bonkers, but Jesus Christ, fucking plane fuel. That's insane. Texas woman allegedly poses as fake twin sister with autism to sexually assault caregiver. Oh my God, this is nasty. Yeah, a twenty-one, a twenty-nine-year-old Texas woman is accused of pretending to be her non-existent twin sister with autism in order to trick a caregiver into having sex with her. What? According to the Pearlin Police Department, Rachel Childs concocted an elaborate scheme to seduce the caregiver into sexual activity. In a press release, the police alleged that Childs paid the unidentified caregiver to pick up her quotes. Twin sister at child's house, take her to the caregiver's house, and then return her the next morning. So she calls up, like, you know, an adult caregiver and says, Hey, my sister's got autism. She's my twin, though, and she's she needs help. She needs you to take yeah. care of her. I need you to pick her up and take her back to your place. During the stay at the caregiver's home, the sister engaged in sexually oriented conduct toward the caregiver who became suspicious as her behavior did not result reflect that of someone who has autism. Yeah, which is just wearing some lingerie being like, oopsie doopsie. He's like, this isn't autistic. Uh-huh. As a result, the caregiver investigated and determined that Ms. Childs was an only child and contacted the police department. Wow. So the, the cops investigate the case. And uh, determine that she has no autism, nor has an identical twin sister. It's just a big hoax to try and fuck a random person. Yeah. That's insanity. Why would you just not 
try and bone this caregiver guy for no reason. Why did you have to concoct the story? If he wanted to bone your twin sister, he obviously would have wanted to bone you. Yeah, he'd want to bone you, the version of you that doesn't have autism. Yeah, too. probably would prefer to bone the person who he doesn't have to take um, psychological advantage of. Yeah, no kidding. Hey, Burns, I know you're looking at this. You're fine with the battery. It goes to zero. We got one bar. You know, my phone, uh, sometimes the phone just dies. So the old uh, You're, you're the, the fine, recorder. man. I see you looking at it. I, I, got, I've wrapped, I got down to zero bars the other day. It goes to zero bars. We got another. We got, uh, we're good. All right, we're like uh, we're like uh, in the Seinfeld episode. That's a Thelma and Louise parody where uh, how Kramer far, Kramer how far can and the they guy. take their yeah. gas tank? We're gonna see how far we can take the podcast machine. Mine, uh, I t I got close the other day. I got close yesterday with no gas to where I was just like I gotta stop. With, <laughs> like it was crazy. I'd never driven on that empty before never felt so alive i was just so sad i didn't want to stop to get gas because yeah. i was just like i wanted to make it to my friend's house i suppose uh uh a death does not make uh, your automobile gasoline no a big priority i was like i'll get gas later and then i was like oh my friend died i gotta go over to turner's and uh and uh, I don't feel like stopping for gas right now. Here's another smooth transition. Perfect. Man 34 wrecks home with axe after he thought wife damaged his action figures. This is awesome. <laughs> this is amazing. What? This is, and those were, we get a lot of Texas stuff. We get a lot of Florida stuff. I really appreciate, this is in Madison, Wisconsin. I really appreciate when it's from like our neck of the woods, Brooks. Yeah, no, Midwest. Because you can really picture it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I can see the basement he's angry about. Hey, man, you don't touch our action figures. We've discussed this before. You got Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold, Undertaker, another Stone Cold, and Ric Flair. And boy, oh boy, unless you're a little kid. And when little kids come over, I always let them play with them when because are they are kids just here. toys. When are little kids Sometimes here? Melissa will have like one of her friends over with oh, the kid. Oh, I, I remember that cute little kid. I always let them play with the toys, and they can fuck them up, yeah. and that's fine. But if you're a grown adult and fuck up my toys... They're, you're, they're not for you. I realize that all of those toys are next to two sharp knives. Mm -hmm. That's correct. So, yeah. Yeah, well, the kids know better. Sure. Madison, Wisconsin. A man was taken into custody in the Dane County Jail after accusing his wife of damaging his action figures, then took an axe to damage his house, according to the Madison Police Chief. Oh, my gosh. This is at 10.03 p.m. in the west side of Madison. Um, domestic disturbance between 46-year-old woman and the 34-year-old... Uh, child boy uh the husband called 911 on himself after using a log splitting axe to destroy a tv tv stand laptop computer and several other items in the house the man then went outside and smashed the family car whoa chopped off both side mirrors and then stuck the axe in the windshield Oh, my gosh. He says he drank too much and overreacted after he thought his wife had damaged some of his prized property, which were action figures. Whoa. Is there a photo of this guy? Uh, I, I'm i going to try and find one for, for the instant. Because I, you have to blow this dude up. This guy sounds terrible. This guy is the worst piece of shit. Of, I mean... He, this is like, it's domestic violence. It's a domestic disturbance, but it's just terrifying. You could have killed someone with that axe. No, but, it's just also like your poor wife. And he finished it off. Like, can you imagine that that last shot where, like he saw it in a movie somewhere and he did that, stood on top of the yeah. car and swung it down and just, and then, oh my God, what have I done? I, I got, guarantee those action figures weren't worth as much 
as the $5,000 in property of his that he destroyed. Also imagine like trying to like continue being married to that guy after that of like, hey, so how's Randy? Does he still smash and everything because of his action figures? Like, no, he's not doing that anymore. We're working on it. Well, like, also you could never, he could never bring up the action figures again. He could never be like, hey, honey, check out this new action figure that I might kill everyone for yeah, later. You can't, there's no, it's like, hey, I, hey, just a heads up, you're kind of hogging the bed. Well, you smashed our fucking house on account of you. I touched a fucking Wolverine. And one destroyed time. the car <laughs> and destroyed his own car. That's the family so car. Nothing better than somebody destroying their own things. No, no. Destroying your own property inside of your own home mm. is is proven to become one of our uh, favorite stupidity oh, uh, activities. Kicking through a TV because it's team loss. If it's just your buddies in the house and you don't hurt anyone and you don't have a family. Ooh. Go ahead, just rip your hole inside your house. Up. 100%, 100%. Film it, That's send it to your, us. That is your problem. Burns, can we talk? Can we go to Power Sports for a second? Yes. Can we? Because you and I had this discussion. So I'm currently doing really well in this playoff fantasy football league. Um, but because we love the Rams. Yes. Because we live in Los Angeles. Because the Chargers are out. Chargers are out. I've, I've switched back to Rams. I have $40 on the game with um, Supermarket Fist Fight Dad from episode three or four. But we, okay, so we were talking about before this Chiefs-Patriots game, like, I wanted the Chiefs to win, but I kind of... But but then I'm going to have my, like, number two and three favorite teams. The Dolphins are number one. Mm-hmm. Number two is the Rams. Three is the Chiefs. You're learning something, aren't you? No, but I'm saying, like, I, I just, like... I kind of, I if I, if the Chiefs were playing the Rams in the Super Bowl, I'd be like, yeah, either one winning's cool. Now that it's the Patriots Rams, I have so much invested. I hate the Patriots, and this has effect on your fantasy. Oh yes, I've already because like I played Patrick Mahomes and I played Jared Goff, so you lose those guys. So it was weird that I would like wanted the Chiefs to win, but if they didn't win, I was like, well, then I can play Brady in the Super Bowl. And you have broken my balls on this show multiple times yeah. for cheering against the Detroit Lions, my favorite football team. And now I think you're starting to get a little taste. No, I get, get a it. taste. I get it. It starts sc- to be about number one, baby. It's scary. But right now, f- fourth place in this league is uh, $500. I know. Like first place is like <laughs> three grand. So if I do well, it's crazy. Right. You're happy for your, your the team you want to win to lose if you win money. But I don't, yeah, I, I don't, I want the Rams to win so badly. So do you, of course. Absolutely. Isn't it crazy? Tom Brady's has nine, he's played in nine Super Bowls now. He's had plenty. And I, and I have, I have a, a, a love for the city of Boston and a lot of people there. I have a lot of friends who are Patriots fans, but you had enough. You've been at the buffet long enough. You got to get out of line. You're hogging all the prime rib. Yeah, no shit. It's like, it's like they're at the buffet and they're only taking crab legs. Yep. And then, then you got to wait for more crab legs and then they don't ever come out. You sit back down and then boom, you go back to get more crab legs and there's a new england fan taking all the crab legs bill, again bill belichick is the ultimate villain that i want on my team yeah you know what i mean like right. a real spaz there's this kid austin he's a, he's a quiet spaz this guy who he's wrestles like the quiet storm but this, quiet spaz there's this kid who wrestles 133 for iowa right now he's a sophomore last year he wrestled for like new haven or something i don't know lock haven I, I don't fucking know but in the uh, quarterfinals of the NCAAs, he tried to break another dude's arm, and I was like, "Fuck that guy!" And then Iowa, he then he transferred to Iowa. I was like, "Yeah, I love the arm breaking guy." <laughs> it's like Adamican Sue when he was a Detroit line would be like, "Yeah, stop on that guy's head." Yeah, and then he goes to another team, which is the Rams now, and he kind of stinks, so it doesn't matter. But it's like, hey man, that guy's being a little rough. Yeah, I know exactly. Like I was like, "Don't break arms unless you're on our team, then break all the arms." <laughs> yeah. 
Let's get into some P-mail with the daddies. They sent in some really wonderful things this Wait, week. Wait, we didn't get any power foods? No, that was the, the gnarly. Gnarly was an encompassment of power foods. I did not say power food. That was his tip for Del Taco. Okay, well, I'll do a power And also B. B is our new food correspondent for power foods who ate six McChickens and six breakfast burritos. Look, I don't know what's going on or where it's going on. At one on. sitting, like no self-respect. All right. Okay. Well, I will say a power food. If anybody lives in New York City who's listening to this podcast, uh, the best Chinese restaurant I've ever been into in my life, uh, Kevin Barnett took me there. He took everybody there. There's so many bits about him. Kevin would always take us all to Kongi Village in the Lower East Side. Best Chinese food. So that's my bin. That's my yeah. That's my power foods out to you. Kongi Village and the Lower East Side. It's on Houston and like Delancey or some shit. Yeah, and that's probably for if you're visiting. If you live there, you you might already know. It's great. It's it, fantastic. It is Kongi great. Village is all you would ever want. You do it in honor of Kevin Barnett, and that's the power food section for this podcast. Let's get back into the P mail. The P mail. This okay. is called devastatingly hungover. Ooh, There's some like really it. good stories this week, Brooks. You're gonna enjoy these. Hey, daddies. First off, love the pot. It was so hard. Once you start talking like Dusty Rose, it's hard to stop talking like him. And now I got to go back into this voice. Hey, daddies. First off, love the pod. Keep doing your thing for all the daddies out there. I wanted to share this tale of woe about the time I started my day in Providence, Rhode Island and woke up on the Staten Island Ferry. Whoa. I was a 20-year-old junior in college in Providence, and this Saturday started like any normal Saturday. I woke up devastatingly hungover and started pounding bush lights early and often. Whoa, this is a Midwestern To get dude. myself loose and conversational. There you go. My brother was so mad when he visited me in New York City. He said, you can't get a fucking bush light anywhere. At some point in the afternoon, it was decided we were going to drive down to Fairfield, Connecticut on a whim to celebrate a friend's 21st birthday. And this was where in Boston? Uh, nah, Providence, Rhode Island. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's really close. I he was went like, to, that's a long way. Yeah, yeah. He's going to start his day in Providence, Rhode Island, and yeah. he's going to wake up on the Staten Island Ferry. Sorry, Kevin died, so I'm kind of all over the place. All right. You got like two more of those <laughs> no, just for I, the show in the next hour. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying like I literally was just looking at a photo of Kevin. All right, go on. At some point in the afternoon, it was decided we we're going to drive down to Fairfield, Connecticut on a whim to celebrate a friend's 21st birthday. This seemed like a fine idea, so we piled into my friend's Escalade with many road sodas and sped down 95. I'm sure there were multiple OAR and D Dave Matthews band songs played because being white and 20 in the mid-2000s is a sin I will never be able to atone for. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> know what tattoos this guy has, because he's exactly my age. Uh -huh. There's no way you came, you lived this life and didn't go through unscathed. You've got one of those DMB dancing, dan oh, dancing Nancy tattoos on Dude, your calf for you, sure. You definitely have something that yeah, you Yeah, I was in a rugby team. I got a dancing Nancy uh, tattoo on my calf. I'm pretty sweet. Got my... Grand cheap Cherokee. When I was getting my down. when I when I was nineteen, getting my Birkin final stocks. I was getting my final tattoo on my side. The giant, the stupidest tattoo the anyone's giant, ever gotten. Giant, giant tattoo. Uh, halfway through, usually it'll take you like a few days to realize you've made a mistake. I was like, oh no, <laughs> I left the tattoo parlor sad as a nineteen-year-old. I was like, I fucked up big time. It's like you got wallpaper on your body, it's like so only dumb. wallpaper. Just it, the your saddest, whole side of the your saddest body. part was it was a crossover between my love of Bam Margera 
and uh, this band, the Cottonmouth Kings. The Perfect Storm. Just two. <laughs> off, like a stoner rap group and then Bam Margera. The only things Nothing a 19-year-old. shitty mid-2000s guy like your two favorite things being Bam Margera and, and the, the Cottonmouth Cotton Kings. Kings. Is disgusting, <laughs> and it's a real shame too, because you're like a good body type dude. You're like you, you like have a natural good body, like your other it, brothers do. Yeah, you're just a in good shape guy, and it's all ruined by all it's, this it's shitty wallpaper. You yes. have all no, over I put it. wallpaper all over it. Subtlety did not exist in that, the early 2000s. You ruined a beautiful uh, a wood cabin. Whatever. With, with nah, <laughs> I got to do. A, I got to. I talked about it on Saturday Night Live. I've atoned for my sins. That's all that really matters. Yeah. is if you get uh, some sort of comedy. I did a out weekend update based on my tattoos. So everyone knows that I know they're not cool. So I feel okay about it. Once we arrived at Fairfield, the drinking continued until someone else had the great idea to take a train to the city. My final memory is being on a train and someone handing me a handle of Papa vodka, which I quickly took vertical and blacked out. Yep. Papa vodka. Wow. You're going to black out. I was always a five o'clock vodka man. Because that way at 5 o'clock in college, you could be like, it's 5 o'clock. And then uh, we'd drink 5 o'clock vodka. There was a beer in Iowa. This is real. It was called um, Beer 30. Mm-hmm. Like it was, and it was purple. Yeah. It had a clock on it. And don't recall that one. No, it wasn't. I don't. I can't imagine it was a thing. We were like, Beer 30? Like, what the fuck is this? And I think we got it once. And even as like starving... 19-year-olds were like, we can't do this to ourselves. (laughs) The next sound I hear is a distant foghorn, and I jump awake to find myself on some kind of boat with my pockets full of gold Sacagawea coins. Whoa, that's fun. That's a fun find. This was, to put it mildly, kind of concerning to get off this ferry and realize I'm in Staten Island. My only thought is maybe in my blackout, I thought that getting to any city ending in island brought me one step closer to the, my home in Rhode Island. Oh, that's amazing. Ah, yeah, yeah, I can see how that you figured all the islands are by each other. Yeah. Also, maybe you just wanted to be on vacation. So now I'm hammered having a dying flip phone and pockets full of gold. I'm panicking hard, daddies. That's when a genius idea strikes. I summon all my white privilege in my 20-year-old body and decide the solution is to call 911. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Hello? The Cottonmouth Kings are in trouble. Oh, Lord. Oh, God. Dave Dave. Ma- my Dave Matthews band got um got v- pop all vodka on it. Is it going to be okay? Pakalika is dancing all over this boat. That's right. I call the police. I tell a very confused and soon giggling 911 operator, hey, so I'm lost and somehow ended up in these in these streets in Staten Island. Can you please send someone to help me? Oh my gosh. <laughs> About 45 minutes later, a cop pulls up and two cops spend the next 15 minutes roasting my drunk ass before mercifully driving me to a train that gets me to Newark. Once in Newark, I have a dead cell phone, but remember my older brother presently lives in Newark for school. Unfortunately, my brain is still too wet to remember. I like that. My brain's too wet to remember anything. I've never heard that term. That's fucking rad. Unfortunately, my brain is still too wet to remember where he lives, so I wander around Newark trying to sleep in hotel lobbies before being kicked out. I find myself wandering in a Holiday Inn parking lot, pulling on car handles to try and find one that's open to sleep in. Oh, my God. Wow, this is like my friends in college would do this. this I slept in a bush in Paris one time because I couldn't remember the name of my hotel. (laughs) Did I mention it was December? Oh, no. no. I find a station wagon that's open and sleep in it for two hours. Some dude in Staten Island come out fucking... 
or wherever he is and he's find in Newark. You in, in he's Newark. worse. You're in Newark. Someone comes out and finds you in their station wagon. You could get shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Morning breaks and I find my brother's apartment who opens the door in shock saying, you live in Rhode Island. He gives me money to get back on a train <laughs> ah, to Fairfield really where I meet up with my friends who are still drunk and then make me drive a car back to Rhode Island because oh, this is great. my buddy, quotes, had a really rough night, you guys. <laughs> keep the pods coming, anonymous daddy. Yeah, you might want to keep that one anonymous no, if you're gamefully you, employed. You should get some, you should get some uh, street cred out of that. That is, that's insane. Yeah, the fellows, I'm sure they'll all enjoy this. That's shout great. Out, shout out to that crew. True yeah. love found at Chili's. Sup? Oh, this is from your this is from your spot, Brooks. Rob from Iowa City here. Oh, there's so many Iowa City write-ins. I know. It's I know. Fantastic. We had a bunch. We had a bunch on the Brido episode last week. Oh, how how did Brido do? Fantastic. It's lovely lovely to catch up with with Bido. That's great. Rob from Iowa City here. I want to share with you a heartwarming story of true love that started because of the bonkersness known as Chili's All Day Happy Hour Sundays. Did you know Chili's has All Day Happy Hour, Brooks? I, I can't express how much I want to be at a Chili's all the time. I didn't know that. I wanted to just be at a Chili's. I might go to Buffalo Wild Wings after this just because I'm like allowing myself to do whatever I want. I'd cheer you up. On December 9th, my beloved Bears were squaring off against the LA Rams for a first place Sunday night football showdown. Fucking great game. So much fun to watch. After much convincing that consisted of me yelling on repeat, Chili's all day happy hour. Are you fucking dumb? We're going to Chili's. That's that's his chant. Chili's all day happy hour. Oh, Are you, you fucking, fucking dumb? dumb? We're, We're going, going to, to fucking Chili's. Yeah. Let's do it one more, Brooks. Chili's all day happy hour. Are you fucking dumb? We're, We're going, going to, to fucking Chili's. Chili's. That's great. <laughs> the decision was made. Sunday night football at Chili's. Awesome. We yeah. went bonkers, you guys. Large domestics, cheese curds and wings, Presidente Margs. Mm. Being your own bartender is the best. Our waitress. That's what I like about those Margs. Yep. You, you get to you get to pour them yourself. Yep. Yep. Bottom. It's almost bottomless because it's so much Marg. It's so much Marg. Our waitress Elizabeth was picking up the good vibes we were sending, and she was sending her own vibes of a possible carnal and consensual erotic rendezvous to my friend Colin. After the game, she leaves her number on Colin's receipt. Touch no down. way. Fast forward to no today. Way. No, they got they, he has details to support this. I know. I believe it. I'm just saying like this is why Chili's rules. Fast forward to, to, to today. Colin Elizabeth and Elizabeth are happily dating. The whole gang now gets 50% off our bill whenever Elizabeth is working. They're VIPs at Chili's Brooks. But the icing on the cake is their two dogs. Colin and Elizabeth both have rescue puppies who are a little shy, a little skittish, and way too cute. Since meeting, these two dogs have become the bestest of friends uplifting and supporting each other to be the best pups they can be. None of this would have been possible if it weren't for all day happy hour at Chili's on wow. Sunday. You know what? I love that story. That should be the Chili's commercial instead of that dazed and confused commercial they have. Remember that fucking like the Chili's commercial was like back. You remember when the gang meant something? It's shot like it's the 70s uh-huh. and people are like grilling. Chili's on normal... wasn't open in the 70s. Yeah, it's like, why are you trying to make Chili's seem like <laughs> Austin, Wait, Texas in the 70s? Yeah. Is this out of Dazed and Confused? Yeah. Did they go to Chili's and Dazed and Confused? Yeah. What, what's what's the, what's his McConaughey's Wood, Wooderson? All right, all right, all right. Like, all right. Who wants some fucking, we, who wants some baby back baby ribs? Back, baby back ribs. That's, That's what I like, I like about these baby back yeah. ribs. I get older. They, they stay, stay the, the same, same taste. Same taste. There we go. <laughs> God damn. That's a sweet story. I love that. My thing. Beautiful story. Accidentally stealing second base and crying about it. 
Hey daddies, I'm an OG Captain Carl fan from way back before Anne and her Harry Potter fan kids left and Peanut entered the pearly gates, RIP. I'm a huge fan of doing my thing and love how you guys advocate for us to do just that and live our, live our best lives. I'm writing this while fighting a massive hangover and a case of the guilts from a work conference at a hotel in Nashville. Thankfully, my doctor is liberal with his ADD meds because Adderall is the only thing keeping me alive right oh, now. Oh, no. I think that's helping you die. Well, well we're going to see. First of all, if you live on the East Coast, Nashville may 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 as have well has been called Nash Vegas. Boy, there's a little little typo in there. Really, I did, a girl, I did a girl who lived in New York, and we'd meet in Nashville. It Sounds fun. fun. It was really fun. Yeah. I mean, we talked about um, the Kid Rock sign in Nashville, in Nashville yeah. on the other program. Um, there's so many primo ladies ripe with all the fixins and beers that are uh, rounding error from free when using a corporate card. The talent was so legit that during an extended lunch that HR bakes into schedules so one can poop, I felt like rubbing one out in addition to pooping would be an efficient use of my time. This guy's a psycho. <laughs> oh, man. This is like a deep, deep secret. And ensure... I don't go to the strip clubs or call a prosto later in the evening. Dude, Jesus, <laughs> he man. Got, he's got to go poop and beat one off so he doesn't do bad things. No, I don't know, man. This guy sounds like At this least guy sounds like crazy cooter, man. He's trying to take care he's trying to take care of things he knows he's not good at. I don't know. What, which is being a person who can't resist the babes and the prostos. After our meetings, which, to be honest, I dipped out of twice to nap in the luxurious stalls that could be that could double as an apartment in San Francisco. I wish I could say really, I slam it. in San Francisco. <laughs> no, it's the, well, he's saying San Francisco's got small apartments. Yeah, I know. But he likes to sleep in toilets. Oh, uh, this guy's a crazy person. <laughs> I wish I could say I pounded out some shups and hit on the babes from the flyover states. But I'd be lying to the daddies out there. We decided to hit up the rooftop bar of our hotel. Your discretion as to whether you name drop the new J.W. Marriott in Nashville and the bar is Bourbon Sky. I don't know. I, I can't tell whether you want me to say that or not. I'll say what. This all sounds fine. I'll say where you were. Um, so uh, they want to go in there and stretch out their livers before the boozing marathon that uh, has to follow. Jesus. So they make their way to a bar because they saw some primo babes there with all the fixings. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of these babes turns out that she's uh, Hulk Hogan's daughter. It was Brooke, Brooke Hogan was, oh, was yeah. the like, celebrity waitress you know at what? this place. Yeah, you know what Glenn Howerton and I were talking about at AP Bio about how much I love... Glenn Howerton is Dennis and It's Always Sunny. Mm -hmm. And uh, I slow played it into how much I loved It's Always Sunny, but we talked about how... One thing that made me laugh really hard was when they talk about how Hulk Hogan has the uh, shiny, uh, shiny yellow hair of an Asian man. Yes. I mean, silky hair also it's like it's like american girl hair yeah it's like doll hair it's weird it's, he's also been exactly that bald for 30 years i know about that because i have nieces i'm not hanging out at american girl don't get me in trouble with the proud boys all right jeez louise <laughs> well do, are you saying that you want the proud boys to be proud of you is that what you said no i'm just saying i need to cover my ass in today's climate you're so saying it doesn't that sound like i'm a guy who hangs out at american girl without any children you don't want to embarrass the proud boys is that what you're talking about god right damn it all right so this guy's odd Hulk told, Hogan, if she was a girl. No, it's Hulk. It's Brooke Hogan. I know Brooke Hogan. Yes, correct. Close enough. All right. Like most men who've had a few drinks, my colleagues decided they were much slicker than they were and proceeded 
to maneuver in positions that would make a contortionist jealous to get the right angle of the selfies for the selfies of MySpace or whatever those corn cobs use now. Brooke being the daughter of the Hulkster. You know it's not MySpace. Yeah, I know, I know. But I think a lot yeah, of people... Slam in San Francisco and MySpace? <laughs> Those are two Brooks's favorite things. <laughs> Brooke being the daughter of the Hulkster was way too observant and quick quick for them and moved out of the way. You can see she's getting annoyed. Of course she is. And was about to throw someone through the glass doors and down 30 stories to their death. The bar was packed as Nashville is apparently the bachelorette party capital of the world. It is. And white dudes in uh, finance have their conferences there hoping for consensual carnal encounters. So many jeans and flip-flops. So as we made our way deeper through the crowd, I felt one of my drunk-ass buddies bump into my peener one time too many, and I abruptly turned around and fell headfirst into Brooke Hogan's chest (laughs) in the middle of a bar. This is insane. Because they're all drunk and sloppy, and they're trying to be sly and take pics. For like MySpace or whatever. Yeah, or whatever the corn cobs use these days. So then he so then he motorboats Brooke Hogan. He falls into her, yes. I mean is like that's when I'm mortified. Have you ever accidentally like like you accidentally brushed a woman's yeah, butt I've like, or, I've or like, side boob? Like, yes, but, no, I've like, like totally by accident. Uh, yes, I've like not grabbed but like hand on a boob and I was just like I don't know what to say. I just no, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know what to say. I know you won't believe this, but I yeah. am perfectly innocent I'm in like, this do I, situation. I was like, I'll give you $10. I'll give you, I don't know what you want me to do. Yeah. Do I need to call your, like some friends and family members? I'll call 911 on me. I'm so sorry. All right. So he's, he fell face first into Brooke Yeah, Hogan. so he didn't know if someone, I don't know if someone is looking at you when your life flashes before your eyes. They can see it or if uh, she realized that I was one of the few who didn't try to sneak a pic or if she could tell I was genuinely remorseful. But as I started babbling like a little bitch, she didn't kick my ass in front of my friends and laughed and walked away while I got to keep all of my teeth. Teeth. If I hadn't gone into the men's room a few minutes before, there would have been a stain running down my left leg. All right. Is this a like you're going to come in your pants from accidentally insane. touching some boobs? I don't uh, this guy is this, I, I don't trust this character. <laughs> no, this is one of those where Brooks going to put you on blast. No, it's Please. just like you're just like mate you like jerking off in the bathroom while <laughs> shitting and then being like I swear I just grazed Brooke Hogan's tits. <laughs> I'd say there's a fucking 9% chance it was Brooke Hogan and not just a waitress. Not not that just a waitress, but I'm just saying like not just a person who had blonde hair that you're like that's Brooke Hogan, better get some photos. If you're that I mean that's a pretty generic look. If you're that's that what I mean. wrecked it looks like a, like a Hooters waitress could look like Brooke Hogan. There's nothing wrong with being a Hooters waitress or, any, or anything. It's just like, I don't believe it was Brooke Hogan right. at all. I enough, think you're just en- trying to build up your story. Enough makeup. No. Enough makeup. I mean, I would like, if your buddies have pictures of you being there, I'd like to see them. I want to see some evidence. I don't know, man. I don't want to know what this character looks like. Just jerking off and sleeping in the toilets thinking that it's better than... (laughs) He must be so Midwestern if he's like, fucking Nashville toilet better than living in San Francisco. Where I sleep during the day on vacation. I went to do some shows in Detroit one time, and I told my dad I was going to Detroit. My dad was like, I'd rather go to... uh, I'd rather go to New Delhi, India than Detroit. And I was like, I'll send you there and let's see what you say. Anyone who would say that doesn't want to do that. No, I know. But I was like, you would rather go to New Delhi, India than Detroit. Like, 
I will send you to new, like, I'll figure it out. I'm going to send a camera crew and just see if you think that it is the same as I'll Detroit. put it on a charge card. Yeah. I'll charge your vacation for you. You psycho. That's just like the most Midwest, like Detroit's it's the worst. No, it's not. All right, go on. Hey, finishes. Uh, we're going to wrap it up. I can't, I can't, I can't go on past that. That's enough. Let me just say, love the pod. Any thoughts on repackaging the dad boner pilot and pitching it to adult swimmer HBO? No. People, people ask me this all the time and I just, I'll, I'll put it. And that's the reason I'm answering this now. It's shit's dead. Like people ask like, why can't it be on here? Because they don't want it. No one, no one wants old shit in Hollywood. Once it's got a stink on it, for the most part that goes on the shelf, you'll never see it again. Yeah. I, I found out yesterday, like my show didn't go to a network that we thought it might go to. And I was like, that's fine. It's the second worst news I've got today by a lot. It's totally chill, but we're still pitching it. So who knows? Right. You uh, never, you never know. You got to drive it into the ground, but trust me. But if you're ever be about to be been given, driven into yeah. the ground, uh, here's what I recommend. If you're ever about to get bad news, have one of your best friends uh, die. And then it puts everything in perspective. Then yep. you're like, I guess that's fine. Cause who cares? Uh, either way, Kevin it's, Barnett's one of the best guys ever. It's going to be a full, it's going to be a, uh, how long? How long of uh, not caring are you going to do, Brooks? No, I gotta get. I gotta get back on track. Uh, I'll get back on track after the funeral. Uh, but I'm giving myself till the funeral. That's fair. I think that's fair. Brooks, do you have a power groove this week? Oh, Jesus. Do you have a morning tune? Uh, I mean, I was listening. I assume you do. I mean, I, I know how you listen to the to, yeah, the, to the sad music. I you was, probably got something rocking and rolling on on repeat. Yeah, no, I do, but it's but I've talked about them a lot. It's just that songs a higher band that I've been just jamming to. Uh, but I would say "Whip Poor Will." Uh, it's a bonus track on uh, "Songs of Higher Magnolia Electric Company," the 10th anniversary edition. So "Whip Poor Will," it is the saddest song ever. And if you want to be sad, give it a shot. I am. Um I have a kind of a wild card this week. Okay. What's the frequency, Kenneth, by REM? I, 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 the other day I started watching that fucking video and I just became enamored with how sexual rock and roll uh, Michael Stipe is in that video. Boy, oh boy. Hips shaking like a fucking madman. So sexy. So, going so hard in that video. And I think it's a underrated rock and roll song. I All think right. that it's lumped into a lot of REM things, but I, I want you to give it a different listen. Oh, Brooks has also uh, taken the interior of We a- got really stoned together on Saturday night. Just you and me. Melissa was asleep. Mm-hmm. Gabrielle was working. We just got super stoned and put up some artwork in the apartment. Yeah. I don't even know what album that's from. It's, the, it's from the XX. It's the XX. I don't even know what that band is, Brooks. They're great. The XX is a great well, band. Well, Brooks has taped it to our door with electric tape and wrote dudes only on it, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which makes no sense. It's, but uh, at that time, it was really funny. Uh, and I'm shocked that I encouraged this when it was happening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you have to take a photo of it. But yeah, it was just like a really high thing that I was like, this is funny, man. Dudes only in here. I think Melissa already put it on her Instagram story like with just what the fuck. Exactly. <laughs> what exactly. is this? Uh, guys, I want to remind you. That you can bounce over to the the patreon.com uh, slash power moves with Mike Burns for the after dark show. Um, that's uh, the after show where we just hang out for a little bit after the program. And uh, I've also decided if you are a Patreon subscriber to the K Money Club, I'm going to send everyone Roadhouse autographed scripts signed by Carl Welzine 
for Patreon members. I know it's a small little thing, but I, I, someone someone, cool. someone asked for one the other day. I'm just going to print them out. I'm going to make nice gold grommets on them, sign yeah. them from Carl. You take it over. You take it over the to the copyworks. Make some cool things. Yeah, make them like a nice nice laser print. Mm-hmm. Nice laser print on a on an actual. Yeah. Oh, also, if you live in New York City, there's a benefit to a Kevin Barnett show at the Bell House Friday. Uh, it's going to be filled with like the funniest people who live in New York City. So go to that. It's be it'll just be the best show ever. Everybody just is hilarious. That will be a fucking great show. The Bell House Friday, Kevin Barnett benefit. It's going to be great. If you also want to check out the Insta, that's Power Moves Podcast. Um, you can also send your stories into Power Moves with Mike Burns at gmail.com. And as always, the merch is available still. Uh, Power Moves with Mike Burns. Dot com And I'm going to have some new Valentine's Day shirts up in the next two days for you to enjoy and buy your loved one. Cool. Burns, you, there's no way you're going to just panic over those and sit in your room for five days looking at them. Man, I'm, I, I've already thought them out, Brooks. So they're I'm already excited. in the noggin. I'm going to, I'm going to click those out. Have something real special for those lady daddies or yourself. Sometimes the lady just wants to feel like a lady. Really looking forward to the weekend, you guys.